Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome everybody to episode 36 of the Phone Buzz podcast, recorded May 19th of 2020. We got a fantastic show for you this week. Disney's big boys go rogue. Google revives the worst part of the Pixel 4, and Apple revives the worst part of Google. Damn it! My name is Evan Cross. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. I wanted you to How's nail it. Going? <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Not too bad. What about uh, what about you, big old Christian bully? I'm doing good. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Good. Good. Yeah. You guys got any uh, crazy stories this week? Anything juicy? Nah. Yeah. I mean, I never know what to put for you guys. Like, I just leave a blank. Yeah. Hoping, hoping that you'll put something in there. No, I got nothing. I mean, people are <laughs> shitty. Uh, yeah. Do tell. I mean, just the fact that, like, our, like, place of business and all that, uh, we're not fully open, and now we just switched to open by appointment, and people just feel that they're just entitled, and they can talk to you any certain way, and it's yeah. just, we kind of covered it last week, too. It's just irritating, like, don't be a dick. It's not that hard. We could just talk about this forever. It's terrible. Really could. It's, mean. it's a never-ending thing, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. We, uh, we, we opened back up, uh, not fully, but to appointment base uh, in the last few days. Um, and actually, today was relatively good. Um, I had like a good amount of stuff to do um, in my department, which was nice. So I felt like I was actually like doing more, you know, versus like What's standing that around. Feel like? <laughs> <laughs> I've been stuck on phones for since this whole thing started. Not yeah. by Not by choice necessarily, but like... I don't know. It was that weird thing where, like, you were doing schoolwork over there, so, like, you had your computer out, and then you were just doing it for so long, they just defaulted you to, like, this is your job <laughs> it's like, now. Oh, that's his life now. Yeah. That's his she life. His phone, man. It's that, it's that moment, and here comes the office reference we've been slacking, yeah. when Pam goes to the new company, like, she works, oh, yeah. started working for my house, she's like, I'm not making that copy. The moment <laughs> I do, I'm a secretary again. God, that is so accurate. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha, bitch. That's just for you. <laughs> That's okay. Most people are okay. Today was all right. It's it's just like, we've talked about this before too, but when you don't see somebody face-to-face, like you have very little incentive to be as nice as you normally would. So people over the phone, if something doesn't go their way, it's like they're, they're not holding back. Yeah. And that's just because you're a big macho man when there's a phone. Yeah. You're not, exactly. you're not seeing the person face-to-face. You're just so much tougher, and it's... That's what's twice as annoying, like, and I, we talked about this last week, too, I was like, yeah, I hung up on people, like, I'm not gonna do that. You, you wouldn't be this tough, if, well, you might be when you see them five foot seven. <laughs> Maybe a bad example. Yeah, but usually, typically, when you actually see somebody face to face, you're you're not gonna be as tough as you are over the phone. Yeah. And it's yeah, just that's true. irritating. Yeah. To bring up another Silicon Valley reference, until you guys watch the show, um, there's a part where... Uh, these guys think they're going to be beat up. And one of them says, it's actually the guy that plays Gabe on the office. Yes. He's in that show and he plays almost the same character and it's amazing. But he's like, uh, you're supposed to yell your name uh, during an attack because then it humanizes you and the attacker won't like try to kill you. Also, you mean Evan's doppelganger. Dude. Yeah. No, okay. So I went, I went to my grandparents' house for like a, a later. What? Uh, <laughs> how have you not noticed this? Okay. So I went to my grandparents' house this last weekend uh, for like a later Mother's Day, just because you know whatever. You get... look like that Silicon Valley guy. <laughs> and my my uh, my cousin goes, you know what, Evan? You look like Gabe from The Office. I was like, you know what? I f- I hear that every day of my life. Thank you for that. Literally oh every time God. I go into work, Mark goes, "Sup, Gabe?" 
swear. Really? There was one point in time I think Mark legitimately thought his name was Gabe. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was a new hire, and, like, the very first conversation he had with yeah. Evan was, like, he looks like that guy. <laughs> and, like, legitimately probably thought his name was Gabe and not Evan. Oh, oh my God. Thanks for ruining Evan for me now. <laughs> no I'm problem. He did it a long time ago. <laughs> um, who did... I can't... What's his name? He's on Ghost Adventures. I, I've been told I look Zach, like him. Uh, I mean, no, he does so, not look like me. Zach Baggins. Yeah, Zach Baggins. You do, hundred percent. Let me see. Now that I have these glasses, I kind of. Oh God! Hold up. Go. Let me pull it up. Okay, gripe about Apple. Um, the command space on on the iPad, or it's like just the universal search swipe down on the iPhone. It annoys me how hitting Enter by default doesn't do a web search. It does Siri suggested, and half the time it's not what I want. I don't see that. Not really. That dude is like. That dude looks like Kid Rock. <laughs> well, I don't know how to take that. He looks like the less, like, he looks like the bitch version of Kid Rock. <laughs> I mean, that might not be an inaccurate statement. I don't know if I'm looking at, like, a bad photo, but. That's a bad photo. That's Yeah, him. that's not the best photo. Okay. Just look it up on Google. That's not, just, like, okay, do the here, images, Google images. Here's, here's one. It looks like they're doing a rap album cover. Yeah. That looks like Christian, hundred percent. Yeah, I can see that one. We need to post that on Twitter. Oh my God! Okay, can we please, for the love of God, do a parody of Ghost Adventures? (laughs) I would be so. Well, we can't because Evan thinks ghosts are real. So that just make it better. It'll be be the one way he does it. It is real. You mean they make the show based on something that's not real? That sounds ridiculous. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Dumb idiot, Zach. Gotcha, bitch. Um. Anyways, is is that all you got for checking, Evan? That's me. I didn't mean to say it like that. Oh, you guys just repeat what I said. (laughs) No, I'm good. Uh, So this last, I guess it's Friday, I graduated college. Yay. Finally out of that. Um, Uh That's exactly how I feel. I'm turning that last assignment. Just, ah, it's over. How was graduation? Um, Non-existent. Like, (laughs) it was, I, I get I don't. It was weird because there's no moment where it was like I now pronounce you a graduate. Like there was no none of that. So it was like once I turned on my last assignment, I was like, well, I guess I'm done. This is it now. I guess. Yeah, I guess this is my life. Hey, I appreciate uh, COVID. You know, helping me not sit through four hours. That is of true. Ceremony. Thank you, Corona. Yeah. Thank you, Cardi B, for that. Yeah. And that's <laughs> would have been rough. Yeah, that is true. There's there's like a thousand people. I don't. know. It'd be worse for you because just cause like you'd be. Pretty close to the beginning, and you just have to sit there and watch everybody else walk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, last name Crawford, yeah. First name Christian, you're the same <laughs> spot either way. What do you mean? You're, well, I mean, it's based on last name, am I wrong? Yeah, but name. you're like, oh, last name Crawford, I guess so. Even if it was first name, you'd still be in the seats. You're right, you're right. Anyways. They'd be like me, would be like, oh, yeah, last name Whitney. It's like, oh, first name Zach, like I'm still in the back. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> You make compelling points, and I don't like it. Um, okay, I guess my second check-in, which we'll kind of get into excuse me, a little bit later, is I did buy an Apple Watch. Oh, yeah, Yo. he did. Yeah, I bought an Apple Watch Series 3. So I have accidentally bought almost every piece of the ecosystem. You I say have. accidentally, but you know my it wasn't. It wasn't intentional. I mean, it was intentional. How is it not intentional? I did you buy really one. had to go out and buy one. I didn't. You're, you're the living proof that an iPhone literally can cause, like, you to expand through the ecosystem. <laughs> it kind of... Yes. Like, you went iPad, then you went iPhone. Now you have an app watch on your wrist. Well, to be fair... To be fair. And you have a MacBook. I, so the and MacBook the I bought... Pad. I, and you bought now, a trackpad. For now. <laughs> and you bought the... 
tablet with the case on it and the pencil. Well, that ca- that came with it. All that stuff came with it. Also, when you uh, when you trade those anchors in for those AirPod Pros, that's not happening. <laughs> Next thing he knows, his uh, his car's gonna have the air car car play in it. <laughs> Lol, my car doesn't even have freaking like aux in, so it's not gonna happen. Um, hey, just talk to our installer. <laughs> Lol, what installer? <laughs> Anyways, um, so so yeah, I actually had I had the MacBook first. That's what I bought for college back in like 2014, and then I've had an iPad for quite a while. I had the iPad Mini, and then I bought the iPad uh, 10 5 Pro, and then I bought the used iPhone because I always wanted to just have an iPhone to like switch in and out of. And then the reason I got this Apple Watch is because I tried the Galaxy Watch for like I started running in the morning because I feel like a fat piece of crap. I haven't I haven't ran regularly since like my senior year of high school, and that was like. Before I quit soccer to play golf, which you don't run in golf. I don't know if you know that or not. Um, really? <laughs> wow. I mean, you can do, like, if you walk 18 holes, though, like, oh yeah, that will wear you out if you actually walk it, though. Yeah, so you, you do during tournaments. Um, that, was the, that was the best part of golf in high school is, like, tournaments because you would basically skip the entire uh, day of class to just go play a tournament which was awesome. But um, anyways, so I bought the Galaxy Watch to do um, Spotify while I was running, and the Galaxy Watch is incredibly frustrating. Like, unpairing it from the phone, repairing it, pairing it back with your Bluetooth headphones, getting things to download on it, it's just a complete pain and a complete hassle, even for somebody that works with that stuff all day. Super annoying. So I bought this open box um, Series 3 Apple Watch, and I have to say I kind of love it. It's pretty awesome, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, it integrates with Spotify really well now, too. It does. Uh, although, apparently, it doesn't offer offline uh, Spotify. No. Which is kind of the point. Only it. Apple Music will, or you have to go with the cellular. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing, because I have used Apple Music in the past, so now I'm just, like, downloading my playlist off onto the Apple Watch. So it's not a huge deal, but, like, I don't know, I wish I, wish I could have used Spotify. Yeah. Anyways, um, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more. But anyways, shall we get into our first segment Let's do it. All right, so this is Doper Dirt. Um, so I don't have a, a, a Doper Dirt prepared, so it's going to be Zach and Evan here. Um, I'll still be judging it. But basically what we do is they'll take turns presenting a product or presenting um, a piece of an article, and it's up to the other two to decide, is it dope or is it dirt? Who wants to get started? You want to go or you want me to? I can go. Okay. Do it. All right. Uh, let me find it real quick. <laughs> okay, so my piece of technology is called the Hyper Chiller. Ooh, you get, all right, I'm there. Sounds so, fancy. before there. I continue, mm-hmm. any get? Anyone take any guesses before I continue? Something to relate to alcohol. Does it does it chill your can incredibly quick? So that's already thing. You are you. You're both kind of there. Okay, okay. So what it is? It it's a bottle that. It has ice in two stages in it. So there's ice on the outside, stainless steel, where the uh, where the liquid goes in, mm-hmm. uh, the hot liquid goes in. Then there's another layer of stainless steel and more ice. And what its main purpose is for iced coffees, uh, mm-hmm. it can take – so you can literally put the cup up to a Keurig, have the Keurig brew into there, and it will be ice cold in a minute. What? Whoa. That's yeah. cool. Magic. So I like that. you can put it – so basically, like the, you can do twelve point five ounces at a time, and right when it finishes after the minute, you can put it on ice and then have it like chilled and chilling more, or you can put it back in a second time and then it'll be chilled and ready to go without the ice. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, mm. super cool. I do have to interject uh, the iced coffee slut in me because iced coffee is not j- <laughs> it's not just straight up like cold coffee, but that is cool. That is so, so cool. I mean, even like I make iced coffee at home. All you have to do is like, yeah, you take the like run the coffee through there twice, then take like your French vanilla or whatever like flavoring and then just that's pour, true. Yeah, that's pour true. that coffee on top of it. Then boom, you have your iced coffee Fair. with every flavor. So you just need that little bit of powder afterwards, but yeah. Don't we all? Um, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but it's all dishwasher safe, too, uh, which is really nice. And the only, like, downside that I could find on it was that it it only does two times. So you can only run two things at 12 and a half ounces and it has to go back in the freezer and freeze again. How big is this thing? Uh, 12.5 ounces worth. Well, I, it, I guess... It's, it's not that... So it's it can fit under a Keurig. Um, I guess the reason so, I'm asking because yeah. if it has an outer layer mm-hmm. as well as the inner layer with ice in it, it's got to be pretty big, like pretty thick, right? So I mean, uh-huh. I can picture the DACA, but I mean, it's not. It's probably like a little bit bigger than your average travel mug. Huh. Um, okay, okay. It's not too crazy. That's cool. Um, the best part about this too is it is like the primary feature, even on the website, is only iced coffee. But it does also say it can be used for chilling wine, uh, spirits, a uh, bunch of basically like if it's hot and you want to chill, it can do it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's hot and it's cold. <laughs> yeah, whiskey, like you name it, iced tea. Like if you have like just freshly brewed iced tea, you want a cold glass now, boom, there it is. Mm. Yeah, so it can do everything, and it's only twenty nine ninety nine. Okay. See, That's I thought you were. Yeah, I thought about say like fifty nine ninety nine. No, That's it's only good. only thirty bucks. I don't know. The thing I'm struggling... How much How much does it hold in it, liquid-wise? 12.5 ounces, which is your average, average travel mug size. Is it really? I thought they were like 16 to 20. So, if you do like gas station-wise, yes, but on the Keurig, your travel mug size is 12. Hmm. There's commies over at Keurig. Mm. They think I know how much coffee I want. I mean, you're only supposed gotcha, to... Bitch. You're only supposed to drink like 12 ounces at a time. Supposed to. And 36 throughout the day. Aren't there like two servings of Monster in every like tall boy can? Technically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the BFC. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard it called that. It's on the label. It's Is on it the can. really? Yeah, it's on on the can it says BSC on it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Huh. Mm-hmm. Never noticed that. Anyways, yeah. uh what do you think what do you think about this Evan? <laughs> yeah, give it a day. I think it's cool. I think like any of those concepts are cool. I don't know. I like I don't really have a whole lot about it. Like I've always been like infatuated with those wine chillers that you just like stick the wine in, it's like yeah. Just so quickly, it, it's already cooled. Um, I just think it's cool. I think it's right under your Keurig. I think the coolest thing was like I watched like the live video on it, and you could literally see this thermometer just go at 130 degrees and just drop down to like 38 in a minute. Wow! Mm. I was like, what? Yeah, it's cool. Mm. I don't know. I I do have a concern over how like how big it is for how like little liquid you get in comparison to like probably what a normal person drinks of coffee. But it is cool because. I could see my for thirty dollars. That's that's kind of getting me in. If it, I thought it was gonna be like fifty or sixty bucks, so I'm probably gonna buy this after tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty dope. That's it's cool. pretty dope. Nice. All right, Evan, what you got? All right, so I'm gonna try to condense mine down a little bit just because I put a lot of good stuff in there. Um, so I, I named it a greenie filter. That's not really the name. I'll pull up the name and say it. Um, <laughs> But my my uh, starting thing is, are you tired of all those pesky, crappy air filters that hardly even work? Yes. Not only do I have the option for you, but I have an even better and more natural way to purify your air. 
So Briv, uh, B-R-I-I-V, uses 100% renewable and natural materials to filter the air in your home Excellent. or office environment, creating clean, safe air that you can breathe as, natu- as na- nature intended. Wow. <laughs> Ma- I nature intended. I can't read that. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so essentially how it works is you have... Um, I don't even know how you describe it. Have you ever seen? <laughs> He's making you? a cylinder with his hand. I, I'm making a thing. I can't think. <laughs> Have you ever seen like a? Uh, they're the Apple like Mac Pros, but they're just like oh the trash cylinder. cans. Yeah, yeah, the trash can looking things. Yeah, it kind of looks like that, but half of it is all glass, and the top of it they actually use like some type of. Hell, are we making? I don't understand what this is. Keep going. I want to hear you. Let me explain. I would love to hear this. Okay. (laughs) All right. Here, I'll I'll just read from here. Using four fully biodegradable filters, Briv used the natural microstructures of moss, coconut, carbon, and wool to filter air the natural way, the way nature intended. Um, So essentially, it just sits on top, and it's supposed to take all of those bad, toxic, you know, the air and all that kind of stuff, filter it out into a more natural way. Um, so you're not using like as much plastic, all that kind of stuff, but it's using all that extra stuff. This looks like a way to aerate your weed. <laughs> Wait, well, I haven't looked at it yet. It. It's kind of cool. It looks pretty cool. Also, okay. you in Kickstarter pages. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a pretty fun place to find products. It is a fun place. What? It has $100,000 pledged of it. Okay, yeah, they're okay. killing it. I respect this. Their goal is $60,000 and $966. Wait, I said that incorrectly. What? $60,966. <laughs> I just had a struggle. Yes, they're on the struggle bus, yeah, right? Yeah, but, sorry. So it is a little bit pricier. It's around $300. Oh, my um, God. It, but you get, like, a couple things with it. You get, like, a whole year's worth of filters, all that kind of stuff. Um, How many filters does it run through in a year? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Um, See, I was, a, I was imagining. But I don't know if you've ever heard, like, house plants are really good for, like, you know, air purifying in your house. Like, that's one of the big things. Yeah, that's, it's like I what do, trees do and everything. You know what I mean? Plants like mine for $300? L- listen, <laughs> it says this: the their filters um, are as powerful as 3,043 medium-sized house plants, all in this one thing. How in the hell do they, con- like, calculate that? Yeah, I want to <laughs> see that have, video. Okay. <laughs> they just have. We took 3,000. <laughs> I'm just saying. And we put it in a room. <laughs> also, um, the one-year air filter description is worth 30 euros. Which is 70 bucks. Jeez, uh, euro is weak. Huh. Okay. Wait, what? Well, I guess the dollar would be weak. Yeah. Then. Okay, never mind. Jeez, the dollar is weak. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, a, wait, not an economist. I have no idea what I'm <laughs> saying okay. over here. Just armchair experting this. Okay, so what I was imagining when you were reading it out before I actually looked at the page is I was imagining like a Google Home, like OG Google Home looking thing where the bottom is like a like a clothy fabric and the top is like a different... Uh, different material. I was imagining this as you were describing it, that the top is like literally moss wrapped around on the outside and like that was the filter on the outside. <laughs> Are you looking at it though? I, I'm trying to figure out what the hell this thing is. And then my mind went to, well, instead of using like those N95 masks that, you know, keep the coronavirus, uh, you know, to ourselves, why don't we just put moss on our face? Yeah. Keep that, keep that shit purified. Sun. Sun. <laughs> Okay, um, I think I have more questions than answers here. Okay. Um, and I don't know if we can solve them today. This is fair. This looks like somebody just took a, a houseplant from like Hobby Lobby and stuffed it, it in the top. Stuffed it in um, old Google Home cast like uh, corpses That's and then they, they sold it for $300. That's what they did. Obviously. I think I need more proof that this works. And for that reason alone, try it. Yeah, I got to give you a trash. Yeah, go ahead and double that up. Oof. Try it. Shit. 
I think uh, was I think that was a streak that just came to an end. Because I think he had a dope for the last like ever. <laughs> no, I don't think the very first one. I think the very first one used was trash. What was the very first one? No, I got a I got a half. Ah. I got like trash and a dope. It's got wool on the inside for smart particles and bacteria. It literally just filters out your air. It said smart particles. I'm out. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? Anyways, right, next segment. Like, do you have to replace the plants inside there? That's what the filter is. Yeah, oh, I understand that, but like, plants die. So yes, Zach. Yes, you do. You have to re- <laughs> so I gotta buy this Dude. thing. The plants are gonna die. Then I buy another one. <laughs> no, you, no. All you do is buy the filter, which is the stuff on top. The filter is the plants. Ta- yes. I am confused. What? How do you not understand this? The, the fil- that's literally what's filtering out the air. So the plants. the plants are your year supply filter. They just send you plants. <laughs> yeah. Specialized plants. <laughs> Go ahead and slap that trash button five more times. <laughs> Here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, well, obviously, we're the stupid people here because they have $100,000 that says it's, yeah, it's a worthwhile got project. shit figured out. Yeah. No refunds. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to that next segment. All right. This is On That New New. This is where uh, the segment where we cover the rumors and leaks from around the week. Let's get started. As we've discussed in lengthy detail, just check out last week's episode or the 35 before it. Most of us are not exactly fans of Google's use of a radar chip in the Pixel 4 and Pixel 4 XL. Since Google first showed off the technology back in 2016, we've been promised a future of fine point interaction with our technology, all with the magical flip of the finger, not the bird. Instead, what we got was a half-baked, frustrating implementation that left us looking like idiots, uh, except for Zach. waving our hands in front of a phone screen when we could easily just move six inches to touch the actual screen. But as it turns out, Google might have some actual plans for that tech, detailed in an article from Droid Life. This week, patents belonging to Google have been uncovered and posted to the web, detailing what we might be able to expect from a Pixel Watch. In the illustrations below there are uh, that are paired with the patents, we can see a hand with a smartwatch complete with hand gestures. These gestures are being translated into actions on the device, likely by a solely radar chip. In one of the drawings, we can see that if the user uses a finger to tap on their thumb, kind of just like put your thumb on your pointer finger, it can create an action on the smartwatch. According to Patently Apple, who published all of this, the patent application was filed in January 2019 and published last week by the U.S. Patent Office. Given that timing, there's no way of knowing if we'll see any of this, any of this in a device that's quote-unquote coming soon. With Google's acquisition of Fitbit recently, we have to be cl- getting closer to that, though. Um, so question for you guys. Do you think we'll actually see any of this tech come to life anytime soon? And d- does that, like, figure make sense? No. It's about as good of a picture as Evan's video was. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Roasted. Um, so essentially, just, like, hand gestures with the watch? Yeah, so how I imagine it works, and this is one of my concerns about it, is like, I don't know how it would be implemented, but basically, like, um, the side that's closest to your hand, so, like, let's say this ridge right here, that's, like, where the crown would be on an Apple Watch, um, has, like, the Sully chip in it, and so it can read your hand movements off of it. Really? I just think, I don't know. I don't, what, what's the use of it? <laughs> so that's actually kind of my second question. Um, so what kind of gestures would they actually implement with this? Because... 
when I when I look at this, the thing I think of is they're showing like you can clench your hand and it can kind of read that. So maybe that'd be like a like a play pause feature for your music. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. I was gonna say yeah. if they implemented it, but when... at the same time, if you're running though, I oh, can yeah. very easily see you play pause, play pause, play pause. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. What if they like implement it with hues, like the hue lights? So when you go out of your house, you're just like. <laughs> Some Iron Man shit. Yeah, yeah. Give, no, like, give me like a Thanos snap, just yeah. and all my lights Ooh, go out. That would be sexy. Because like be cool. I would, I would assume like the smartwatch can, because your Apple Watch or other smartwatches can also read um, when you're doing workouts, and it can, it can detect like when you're falling. So like it's got some pretty smart sensors in there. So like I would assume it can see that you're raising your hand above your head and doing some cool like Thanos shit and like snapping. I don't know. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Depends on how they use it. I mean, if they use it like the Pixel 4, then it's going to be trash, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, so kind of based on that, too, uh, this kind of goes into a broader uh, discussion on smartwatches in general, but do you really need any more functionality out of your smartwatch? You guys have had an Apple Watch far longer than I have. You don't need more, but if you're going to give me more, then yeah, I'm not going to say no. No. I just don't really think of... I can't think of anything else that you could really do on a smartwatch that would make it any... Any better than having a phone. You know what I mean? Give me a keypad. How would you... Ooh, if you could just, like, type on a table and it would read it. I don't know how on earth it would do that. Okay, that I, was just talk, cool. I was just talking about, like, on the screen. Oh. But it'd be tiny. Eh. No, you would not be able to do that. I don't know. When Aaron did it on his, uh, like, his Galaxy Watch, it the, it was not bad. Wasn't it? Like, oh, I don't it's got a 46, though. Yeah, it's a 46. It's got a swipe 42. Keyboard, I, I mean, if I upgrade to a 44 on yeah. the next one, like, it won't be bad at all. I, and I don't have fat fingers, so. <laughs> Maybe if they uh, change Siri out for Google. <laughs> just swap it out completely. <laughs> just get rid of it. Could you imagine if tomorrow Apple just is like, screw it, we're going with the Google Assistant. <laughs> like, Siri is done. <laughs> My life would be better because then maybe they'd change the home bod too. Oh my god. Yeah. You should have just returned that when I told you to the eight times. <laughs> I use it like almost every day. Can you believe that? Is it actually that bad at hearing your voice? <laughs> okay, it's the, It's not that great. <laughs> it's not the best at hearing your voice. It's what happens when it does hear your voice is what's so dumb. And that would be So uh one example, uh before I moved in here, uh, I asked I asked Siri, <laughs> I was like, you know, like Siri, like, can you turn on my bedroom lights? And she said, I can't turn on multiple at a time. I was like, <laughs> <What>? okay. So <laughs> then I was like, hey, blank, can you turn on all of my lights? And all of them came on. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, not only in my room, but in everywhere. Everywhere. So all of my lights spread out on the house. She turned <laughs> them all on. She literally just told me, told me she could not <laughs> turn multiple lights on. It's like, you are an what? idiot. Not only that, but, like, the speaker part of it, like, needs Wi-Fi no matter what. Yeah, and it's true. terrible, too. So, like, you can sit there and, like, click next on your song, and the song plays for, like, three more seconds until it skips into the next one. Yeah. It's not like it's wow. not like Bluetooth where it's instant. It, it literally has to, like, think for a second until it changes it. Jesus. Same with pause and stuff like that. But it is the best speaker I've ever heard that I've had that is a speaker like that. That sound good. I will give it that. Yeah. They sound... I don't... Nah, I'd probably still say the second. Those big Bose sound revolves. I've never heard those, though. Oof. Those are pretty sweet. Yeah. Even, like, our demo ones sound pretty trash, and, like, that's, they're used. But, like, yeah. a real one that you take care of, oof. My mm. favorite's that big old JBL when it sounds like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? The, the big, broken one in, in our, uh, 
Yeah, it's like Speaking this big and it just goes. Like, it's the one that's got like a handle on it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That thing, that thing is like rattling the moment it turns on. I love it. Yeah. Every time I go up to the, they're like, oh, can I listen to that one? <laughs> you nah. probably shouldn't. Let's like, go. <laughs> Not unless you want to buy one. Click. <laughs> Real quick on this whole smartwatch conversation, because like I imagine we'll go into it a little bit more next week, because I literally just got this Apple Watch 24 hours ago. But one thing I really like that I didn't think about ever. Um, was how fast you could change watch faces on it. Yeah, yeah. Which in and of itself is like, okay, whatever. But when you think about it, I have one watch face, and you guys probably do this too. I have one watch face set for when I'm running, and it's got like all the relevant details on it, and I can quickly access music. But I only use that for running. And if I'm like just doing stuff throughout the day, I don't like that watch face, so I switch to something simpler that like looks aesthetically good. That's and you I can do. just swipe over to it. And I pretty much just rock Toy Story in my Nike one. Ew. I mean, I don't, well, I don't need a separate running one because I have the Nike watch that's already built in and then I use Apple Music. So whenever I turn music on, my watch automatically goes to music. Huh. This is true. So like when using Apple Music, it kind of gets rid of that need. So you have to go now playing and all that because you use Spotify, right? Well, so actually when I'm running, I use Apple Music. Oh, so like I did it for literally the first time today and it, it worked really well. Like every time I wanted it to pop up, it did. Yeah. So I don't know. I... I used to only use my Nike interface for, like, running and stuff like that, but now it's usually, like, my daily driver. I don't huh. really change that often anymore. See, I just, I really I think it's like, also because I'm used to it. Probably. I haven't really messed with too many watch faces, but, like, I really like how, for, for a company that doesn't let you customize much, I love how much you can customize the watch faces on it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. Like, I just have this really simple one with the Roman numerals in the background just outlined. Like, it just looks super clean. Like, yeah. I don't know. I love it. But... Yeah, it was, it was one of those things that I never thought about because I never use an Apple Watch, but now that I'm using it, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I get no. it, though. Yeah, I might have to resend my whole uh, Android or Wear OS is better. Not officially, just for the for the terms of the debate on the podcast, like, what, four months ago? If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. <laughs> Thank Troy, you, Troy LaCroix. Troy LaCroix, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> if God wants me to go, it's my time. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Um, like I said, I'm sure I'll have a little bit more on that next week if you guys really want to hear it. Um, but of course, anywho, you're making your way to an iPhone boy, making my way downtown again. I did not intend to get full sheeple into the oh, we know into the ecosystem. Yeah, but it just, just happened. It just goes to show you how good they are. God, yeah. they really are. This is what <laughs> we've been saying since day one. Okay, Christian, I really like their Jump software. On the train. I do. <laughs> honestly, if they're if they just let me put apps however I wanted to on the home screen, I might be sold completely. But the fact that you have to do pages and pages and grids of apps, it's like, it kind of annoys the crap out of me. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah. It's literally that one feature, and that's how petty I'll be, and I'm okay with it. Petty bitch. Anyways, let's move on to our second um, on that new, new topic. Evan, do you want to read this one? All right. So, the glass holes are back. From CNET, quote, Apple's been, oh, shit, go away. (laughs) Apple's been rumored to be working on a pair of smart glasses for years now. On Tuesday, front page tech host John Prosser shared alleged details about the augmented augmented reality glasses, which he says will be called da, 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 Apple Glass. Apple Glass will pair with an iPhone and be controlled by gestures on and in front of the glasses, according to Prosser, who said he saw a video of a prototype pair. Both lenses will reportedly have displays, and there will also be a LiDAR sensor in the frames. Prosser added that Apple Glass is meant to look similar to a typical pair of glasses and likely will not feature a camera. Apple CEO Tim Cook has indicated that the company is preparing for a big future in augmented reality, saying that the technology is potentially as important as the iPhone. Earlier this month, Apple bought, Apple bought the VR streaming company NextVR, which is mostly known for partnerships with the NBA and Wimbledon to stream live sports to people's headsets at home. 
The price tag for Apple Glass will reportedly start at $499, plus the cost of prescription lenses. Prosser said Apple originally wanted to reveal the smart glasses as a one-more-thing surprise during its next iPhone launch, but the announcement could be pushed back to 2021 due to the COVID pandemic. Yes. I Before you even get into that, I can just see people. I don't know what all it entails, but I can just see people like, I just imagine in your uh, glasses, like, Part of it is pushed out for like text messages where you can like see your text messages. And I can just like imagine like reading them while you're walking, just nail something. <laughs> it's just gonna happen. Walking something so hard. It's gonna be as good as that video of that guy. I think it was I think it was the iPhone 6s launch. Whenever he's opening it up, and oh, he like, yeah. drops <laughs> and he drops it on its freaking face. And he was like one of the first ones to get it. It happens every year. I feel it like it's beautiful. There's always that one more. Yeah, there is. Although now there's not those lines that we that we used to see. Like, it's just people yeah. are buying shit online, which is fine. But anyways, um, back to the Apple class. So um, what do we think could make Apple Tim, Tim Apple, call augmented reality, quote, potentially as important as the next iPhone? A lot, a lot of drugs. True. He does live in California. Yeah. Yeah. Any more to that? No, that was <laughs> it. That's all I got. Because uh, I don't see how... It, I don't know. I don't really. It, it seems dumb. You're a hater. Like the the coolest thing I've seen out of like augmented reality glasses or anything is the Bose ones that were like rumored to put like Yelp and stuff into buildings. So like if you look at it, say like the reviews, like <laughs> they just seem like a lot more of a liability than practicality. Yeah, I feel like it get a lot of people in uh, in danger. That's what they used to say about the iPhone. Mm, probably. I don't know. Yeah, people are still dying, texting and driving, so here we are. You are not incorrect. Gotcha, bitch. Oof. <laughs> the right. biggest of oofs. Nah, um, augmented reality is one of those weird things where it's hard to imagine a lot of really good use cases now just because we, we haven't had a really good consumer product. The closest thing we've had is, like, Pokemon Go, which is it's just a dumb little game. But, I mean... Yeah, like doing not things. a game. It's a lifestyle, all I'm right? S- I'm sorry, <gasps> dude. People still play that. I play it. What? Occasionally, yeah. Really? Yeah. What? If what I'm, do you do? If I'm super bored and I have nothing else to do, I'll get on there, catch like two Pokemon, and get off. Like nerd. They Jeez. they do have like quests and stuff like that you can play where like you always have like challenges and stuff you can do. Huh. But I didn't realize that was still like a thing. Like I knew that people still played it, but I didn't know. It was, like, do a lot of people still do that? I don't. Think, no. I don't. I mean, I don't like go. Like, I don't actively go out and like go find like a raid and a gym to battle and stuff like that. Like uh-huh. people used to. I would imagine so. So I, I'm actually in a Pokemon Discord that I've had muted for like three years. <laughs> and let's just look into it. That's the now, most. That's the most millennial move. Yeah, not, I have lost uh, a lot of faith in Zach <laughs> in the last two minutes. Did you ever? Play oh my god! Yeah, it's what? definitely still used. Damn. Um. 25 plus new messages over three years. I mean, that's all Discord defaults to is 25 oh. plus. I did not know. I that. mean, there's probably a hundred in here for today. Jeez, is that how many people are in that? Uh, and it's not just all stupid memes, there's like no memes. Oh, that's a weird group chat. Yeah, no, there's like nothing. That's a weird group chat. Uh, that's like all of my group chats are. 32 plus 38 quick math <laughs> plus 63 133 plus 61 oh plus you're adding it up in three. your head so yeah there's like a hundred and 
90 people. Oh, wow. In that. Interesting. And that's just like Columbia, Missouri. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That was a weird tangent. Anyways, um, so like beyond Pokemon Go and weird games like that, um, yeah, the Yelp idea is kind of funny, um, but also like overlaying. That's what Google Glass was trying to do, and that's where the name Glasshole comes from. Um, but that's what Google Glass was trying to do was uh, augment like Google Maps on top of things. So if you were wearing them while you were walking, it'll show you like, oh, here's a point of interest, and like here's the freaking Empire State Building, yada yada yada. If you're that dumb, you miss that though. Like. <laughs> it co- imagine that you're, and if it had like the auto translate feature though, imagine if you're walking in like a foreign country and it just like told you what all these places were and it translated it for you in real time. Yeah, or that like would be cool. If someone was talking to you. And it would translate in front of your face. Yeah. And it gave you like a closed captioning yeah. for people. That'd be tough. You get subtitles for people. Oh my God. <laughs> Next time you go to Alabama, you can know what they say. I was about to say that. <laughs> the funniest part, we, I might have mentioned this before, but the funniest part of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, the better version, is um, there's a Nigerian man and a woman from Georgia, and she needs the subtitles. The Nigerian man speaks like almost perfect English, <laughs> oh but you God. can't understand the Georgia woman. Goddamn Creoles down there, man. Yeah, it's the, it's the damn Cajuns. No, but like, I think the only thing to make like this practical, I mean, a put a camera on it. Like when yeah. the I remember one of the coolest things, like biggest thing to sell was when Snapchat came out their glasses, their glasses. and they had that like moving vending machine that went around the country that Stupid. you could buy them in. Stupid. Okay, Evan didn't know that. I until don't remember right now. the. I remember the glasses themselves, but not the moving vending machine. Yeah, so cool. they would like put the like put vending machines randomly throughout the world, and like huh. they'd let you know on Twitter like what state it was in, huh. and you would go buy it because you couldn't just buy them from Snapchat. You had to like go to one of their vending machines, huh. and they moved it around the country. That way, it was in every state at certain some point in time. You'd have to go there buy your glasses. Uh, but not only that, like they don't have that, and then I don't know. Do they have a speaker on them? I don't know. I'd, so I'd imagine they have, because uh, the Google Glass had this, had this too, uh, bone conduction. Oh, so I'm out. What? I get really bad headaches so off of that. I, they're strange. Really? I yeah. don't like them. They I, mess with me. They're I mean, really cool. I can use them for like 10 minutes, but anything after 10 minutes, yeah, I start getting like a splitting headache. I can see how you, could get, how you could get a headache, but I'm sure like that'll be a, if that's the route they decide to go, which I'd imagine they would, um... That they'll probably think because basically right now all I'm looking at is like even price tag wise I'd much rather just go Bose if I was gonna cho- choose one. Yeah, but these things will probably be because the Bose ones too they they look good don't get me wrong but they're still pretty. These thick. look bad. I, so this, this is picture. just a just a render and it, it looks like the um, the classic Oakleys with the big visors on it like that's pretty much what it looks like. Yeah, there's no way that's what. But it's they don't like. have the wing tips on the bottom like Oakleys do. That made them cool. It's not gonna Copyright. look like that. <laughs> don't what if they that. did? What no, if? Yeah. What if? Won't sell. What if it was an amazing new technology, but it looked like Oakley visor glasses? They won't sell. <laughs> do Oakley like? Do people still buy Oakleys? Yeah. Huh. I meant like the old like sport like I think they were called the radar frames like the that. radar frames. Yeah, I think they're still so a big baseball thing. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, that's why I bought I bought a pair. Yeah, so did I. They just sit. They sit in my bedroom. I still have them. I, I don't wear them. them. Uh, I broke. Them. Let me have, guess. You white. have white frames with blue lenses and red. Are you kidding? I have. Yeah, so my Oakleys are white frames. Uh, <laughs> then both. I have two sets of lenses. They're polarized. Uh, one is a like light blue to purple, and the other one's a red to oh purple. Oh my god! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Total shot in the dark. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. I did I did own a pair of Oakleys. They got stolen. Um I own a pair and uh they're like my favorite 
Just I, I only wore them for driving pretty much, or if I was like doing stuff outside, which wasn't that often. Um, but I love those things. It was the, f- it wasn't the fuel cells like the big ones. It was the gas cans are a little bit thinner, but they're the comfiest headphones or comfiest <laughs> not headphones, um, comfiest pair of glasses you will ever own. Like you can wear I them all them. day and, and like you can't tell. Yeah, it's amazing. That's what I, I think I like the radar lock like XL or something stupid. <laughs> Just the biggest ones. Yeah, possible. yeah, they were they were obnoxious. <laughs> they had like socks on that sat on your ear. They were so comfy though. Mm. Ooh. Side story. I uh, I saved up like. Three Christmases in a row, like all the money just to buy for baseball. Like my first year of high school baseball, bought a pair in the first like three weeks, got nailed in the face by a ball, shattered them. I just, I don't know why you, I don't know why you wouldn't use a warranty. I think I, I don't know if I bought them directly from them. I think that was the thing. I, I don't think I could. Facebook Marketplace. So I bought them <laughs> from somewhere other than Oakley themselves. I mean, I bought mine from Sunglass Hut and I shattered a pair of playing baseball and Maybe I got a new pair. Then. Hmm. And, and you still not you to. still buy the Oakley product, and they have a limited lifetime warranty with like sports and stuff like yeah. that. Huh. I just knew I was so sad. I Never just again bought a pair because huh. that's how I lost a pair. I was playing outfield and uh, stepped on them. No, I ran into the fence, <laughs> and because uh, I was, it was like one of those things where like you're running back for the ball, then like you look back and the wall is there There's faster the than you <laughs> thought it was. And yeah, the Oakleys took the blunt of that. Tell me there's footage of that somewhere. No. Damn it. From Warrenton, Missouri. Oh, yeah, you're right. Right. They didn't have, they don't have cameras over there. And it, I think it was still rec ball. Oh. So, just a try hard out there. <laughs> Anyways. All right, Evan, uh, why don't you introduce the people to our newest segment? Yeah. So, um, I guess we haven't really come up with a good name for it. Yeah. Um, it's open for interpretation. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> hey, here we go. For everyone listening, let us know what you think would be a good name. There you go. Yeah, that cool. works. Cool. Um, so essentially, it's like a concept or reality um, segment. So what we want to do here is uh, we'll release something short, something quick. Um, and for you guys listening, um, we're going to have polls open on as many social medias as we have and that will at least allow it. And we want you guys to vote, see what you guys think, and so we can have some form of uh, back and forth between people that listen um, and then, you know, what we talk about. Um, so this week... Um, so these saucy sneakers aren't only stylish to match your cheesy outfit, but they're extremely useful. The Pie Tops 2 are a pair of sneakers that can order pizza with the tap of a button on the tongue of the shoe. Ooh. Yeah. So to all of you listening, do you think this is a concept or is it real? Don't Google it. Don't cheat. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. So, yeah, the idea is um, the, the Pizza Pie Tops 2, that's a sweet name. I hope it's real. Um, you guys have to vote. Is it real? Is it or is it concept? Yep. Um, that's that is the that is the whole gist. So let us know. No googling. Let us know. No googling. All right. All right. Let's move into our feature stories tonight. Actually, I think we just have one. I think I cut one out. Anyways, feature story. All right. Let's move into our feature story tonight. So we talk about phones a lot on this podcast, obviously, uh, but something that we don't bring up quite as often is the world of budget phones, which is weird considering how many and how often we sell them. Well, that category just got a little more crowded thanks to a fresh face in the game, TCL. If you haven't heard of TCL for phones, you've likely heard of their increasingly popular value-driven lineup of TVs. Crazy as it might sound, TCL surged from 16% of the North American TV market in 2018 all the way up to 26.2% as of 2019, earning them the top spot among total TVs shipped across all brands. Just for reference, Samsung's units slipped from 28 to 22% in that same time frame, and then Vizio, believe it or not, ranked third. LG is, I think, somewhere around fourth. Uh, but back to the phones. 
TCL has actually been quietly manufacturing phones for years under different brand names that it either owns or has licensed, names like Alcatel, BlackBerry, and more recently, Palm. But the new TCL 10 Pro for $450 and 10L for $250 are the first TCL branded smartphones to be sold in the U.S. From a review from Wired, quote, The $450 TCL 10 Pro is the more well-rounded phone of the pair. The 675 chip inside is fast, the 4-camera system is decent, the 6.47-inch OLED screen is bright, and the battery typically lasts a full day with heavy use. It also feels like the more premium device with matte glass on the back, curved edges on the front, and a sturdy metal frame around. Plus, you get 128 gigs of storage on board. But if your budget is tighter, the $250 TCL 10L, God, I hate that name, is a, is a good buy. It's peppy thanks to its 665 processor. Like the Pro model, it also has four cameras, but while it snaps nice photos during the day, its low-light images are filled with digital noise you won't find in the low-light photos with the pricier model. The 6.5-inch LCD screen is dim outdoors, but the phone's power bank often lasted close to two days. The 10L has a plastic back, and the base model has only 64 gigabytes of storage, although a 128 is available. And overall, the reviewer did praise the phones, um, especially at its starting price point, saying, quote, I've had a more enjoyable time using these two TCL phones over other new budget smartphones, and the main reason is the great performance. Seeing the animated user interface stuttering and jerking around while simply switching between Google Maps and the camera app gets old fast. It's 2020, budget phones can do better, and TCL proves that, end quote. So, to open the discussion up, do these phones from TCL give you a little more hope that the budget phone category is getting good enough for quote-unquote most people? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Do expand. So, like, where my thought process goes is we've had Motorola down there. Uh, Google's just recently shaped up to the 3A, and now Apple's joined in on it, too, of putting the lower budge phone down there. That's a new phone, not their old model phone. Mm -hmm. And then now we have TCL in there, too. So it's you're getting more competition out of there. It's not just... Because I know when I first started working and stuff like that, it was basically just throwing people to Motorola's. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, that was the only option. Moto-E. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anything like that. And then, like, now we have the option to throw them to Google and now Apple. And now, like, now we have another option of TCL's. Um, and then kind of, like, back to the first point, um, my TV is a TCL TV that I bought. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh. Yeah, just because, like, with the TCL TV, like, they use the OLED paneling that's inside uh, Samsung. So I have part of a Samsung TV in my TCL for half the price. Wow. Um, and that's almost what you're getting here, too. Like, mm. it's... We, I, we don't have one. I haven't played one or anything. But, no, I would not be surprised if it's another good phone to compete now with the SE and the 3As. Yeah. I agree. I think, like like he was saying, even looking at, like... Uh, the blue phones and stuff like that. You're having these phones that are stuck kind of down. Try it! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not unless, that. unless you want two SIM cards, don't buy it. And right. also, if you want two SIM cards, don't buy it. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't buy it. But like like he was saying, is like you didn't, before this, um, you didn't really have a whole lot of options. And now, you know, like thankful to Google and Apple, you're still not having to, you know, with a model like this, you're not necessarily having to go with a, you know, 399 around that $400 price point, but you don't have to drop down to the blue phone around $100. You know what I mean? You get that nice yeah. middle of like, well, if you don't want to spend, you know, too much, even though it's a lower model, you know, lower amount, you at least don't have to spend, you know, yeah. $100 to get a 
piece of junk, you know. Yeah. It's like so, uh, it's like where the the mid range phones got really good about like three years ago. Yeah. Um, now it's the budget mid range, mid range, which is like the two hundred to like three fifty yeah. range. That's getting actually really decent. Yeah. Um, and another thing too is uh, I didn't see anything about this in the article, but I just thought about it. Is usually if this is sold as strictly an unlocked phone, yeah, it's probably going to be four fifty and two fifty respectively. But if it's sold through the prepaid options, they might drop to like two hundred instead of two fifty, and maybe three ninety nine instead of the four fifty. So you could probably find this at a discount if it's being sold through a prepaid carrier. But I'm sure there's discounts all over these things too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, one of the things they uh, said most in the article was that um, the display was one of the best features, which you know from a TV company you would hopefully expect that. But um, one thing I didn't know, which is kind of on the first one of the first points here, and I, I've heard it, but it never really clicked until now, was that TCL was uh, licensed to sell BlackBerry phones, I think until very recently, um, which is when BlackBerry got the, I think they got the rights back. I could be wrong there. Um, and then they also manufacture Alcatel phones, which makes sense because I, I checked today after I wrote this on the back of our prepaid Alcatel phones, it does say TCL wow. at the bottom of it. Yeah, that's I cool. Didn't, never really thought about that, but... Yeah, I think the I think the 250 model excites me a little bit more than the 450 because um, between 200 to 300, like I was saying before, we don't have a really solid option. Like at 400 dollars, we now have the SE, we have the 3A, and we'll probably have the 4A. Um, but having a solid 250 phone is really exciting for I think what what we sell on a day to day basis. Yeah, for not sure. only that, but it's 665 and then still six gigs of RAM. Like, yeah, that's really good. Not bad. Yeah, it's really good. And then another thing they mentioned a lot in the um, in the review as well was the performance was one of the most noticeable good points on it because the reviewer said when he was looking at the Moto G phones, um, they can even get pretty stuttery even with their clean Android software. Um, but these ones, th- it's not exactly clean Android. It kind of has that little bit of an overlay to it. Um, but yeah, with the 6 gigs of RAM and the 665 chip, it actually performed well better um, than a uh, $250 phone should. So... I, I think that's what excites me most about these things. But, um, anyways, uh, second question here. So, do you think TCL can take over the smartphone market like they did the TV market? Um, because, like we were saying before, they kind of came out of nowhere. Good save. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it, it says phone on there twice, and I was like, wait a second. Um, no. I don't yes. think it's a tough one, yeah. Yes. What you got on the no side? I don't think so because you already have, um, like you've had a uh, phone just like the Motorola is established, you know, around this price point for a while now. And I think that's a, v- a very popular model for a lot of people um, because you get like, you know, even the people that have come from a prepaid and are looking you know, more for like a better unlocked phone. Motorola is like a popular brand, right? You have the Moto E6, all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, here's a G7, kind of a step up. It's going to be, you know, have a, have a clean display, all that kind of stuff. Um but this just kind of sits around that model where it hasn't been introduced very long. At least the people that see the TCL and recognize it, like no one's going to see TCL and be like, oh, Alcatel. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if they see Moto E5, they're going to be like, oh, Motorola G7. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they haven't had the time to necessarily sit on the market to where they're going to, I think they're going to have a upper hand against like the Motorola's and Google who everyone knows Google have fantastic cameras, all that extra stuff. Right. I just don't quite think they're going to, at least be to that level quite yet. I mean, if if they hold up with all of their specs and everything works out great, then it definitely could over time, but I don't mm-hmm. think quite yet. Yeah. Phones are definitely one of those markets that take a lot of time to yeah. like penetrate. Even like OnePlus um, is just now getting like the, the flagship and it's like eight, gener- eight generations in. Or I guess seven, six? Because they skipped over four because that's an unlucky number in Chinese. 
Anyways, um, anyways, what was your <laughs> sorry? What was your <laughs> what was your point, Zach? Uh, so I was saying yes, just because, and I kind of glad Evan went first on that one. Is I think it's more of a flip of the coin when it comes to Motorola's. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, in my experience, if I've had a customer go for prepaid or something like that, they've had a bad experience as prepaid because like you get the shit phones honestly like yeah, you, you yeah. get the bottom of the bottom they're 50 dollars phones like what do you expect and motorola owns a lot more of that marketplace than alcatel does like alcatel has a, a large one but like motorola still is a very very popular one and people usually like to take that brand name and like shoot it down that's why motorola has never been flagship just they have had their issues and things like that when they try to do it like and I still think it's, like, honestly, like if it's people, like, our age or even just, like, one generation older, mm-hmm. it's don't give me a Motorola. I don't want it because they've had a bad experience at any sort of time. But then there's, like, the older crowd that comes in. They're like, oh, I love Motorola's. I remember my <laughs> first phone was Motorola. Yeah. Uh, that was back when we had those big buttons and it, it was in your car. Uh, it was in your car. <laughs> but so I, I think, like, and, and that's where it's kind of like relying on salespeople like us be like, yeah, like they, they've been around for a while. They've been Alcatel phones. Like it, if you've had one before, you know, they're not necessarily bad devices. Like they're not great. Cause like I said, that's, that's lower, lower, lower price point, mm-hmm. but they've been there. And then if you, you bring out the fact that they've been there, I definitely think they have a chance. I mean, they came in the TV market and killed everybody. Yeah. Like why, why can't they do it in phones? And yeah. there's like, like we said, you have Motorola and Blue, really. Like, there's nothing else there, so why can't they go be the front runner out of a two category phone? That's a good point. I see that, and I, I think it can. I don't. I'm not saying that it necessarily can't at some point, um, because it definitely could. I just, as of right now, I don't think it's the time, and I think as they a, need a lot more time. Right now, you break your phone. You have two hundred fifty dollars spent on. You buying a G7? You buying a TCL? I mean, that's a good point. But also, I haven't played with the TCL, so I don't know. Yeah, you don't know, but... But I know a Motorola. Do you, do you like the G7, though? Isn't it the, isn't the G8 the phone? latest one? What? Isn't the G8 out? Uh, So, no, I I don't think so. Some we don't have it. You want we don't have it. Have it yeah. huh. um, but, no, like I've even seen firsthand a few times Motorola's have started losing their operating systems. I've talked about it in the past. Like, yeah. um, I don't know. I just... I. I myself would steer away from Motorola if I my phone broke, knock on wood, yeah. um, and I had two hundred fifty dollars to spend. I think I'd take a chance on the TCL before I did Motorola. That's fair. Uh, no, that's fair for sure. Yeah, I uh, I've had a Moto. I had the Moto G four for a summer. And I actually I really liked it because that's whenever Moto Maker was still a thing. You can kind of design it. So I made the back of it like a really nice red color, and that's probably what sold me on it. Um, but I'm learning that you're just very influenced <laughs> with anything red. that's a color red. <laughs> Shut up! You're not wrong. Um, might be why our logo is a little bit red. Uh, hmm, but, but anyways, yeah. I uh, again, yeah. That's a really good point because there's not a lot of brand loyalty in lower budget smartphones. Like, there's just not. I mean, you do have those people that are like, I'm only going to buy an LG. I'm only going to buy a Samsung. Which fair, but it's not nearly the same brand loyalty that you have at the uh, the flagship smartphones like the Samsungs, the one, even the One Pluses and the Apples, like. There, that brand loyalty does not exist under five hundred dollars. Um, but yeah, if you can if you can develop a brand that has like let's say they have the killer feature of a good screen, that's a that's a huge thing for people. And if the cameras are just serviceable, 
like that could that in and of itself for two hundred fifty dollars could absolutely propel them to have a solid following for people that don't want to spend a lot of money on a phone, anyways. So, um, yeah, I mean, name recognition and technology, especially like having the proven track record, having um, you know the customer trust, like that takes time to build up, obviously, and we saw that happen with OnePlus. Um, but yeah, they're not new to the hardware game. They've been they've been making hardware for a long time, just not under their name. So if they can come out of the gate with two solid phones, which it sounds like they have, they could very. I think they very well could take over like the sub three hundred, sub four hundred category, um, iPhone SE and Pixel three A, four A, not you know notwithstanding. But that's also, just my two. The screen size, the screen size is great in them too. Yeah, like it's they're huge. not tiny phones. No, so I don't know. I think they have a lot more positives going for them than like. I think the only negative is the fact that now they've thrown T sale in there, but like I said, they're they're a well known name in TV, so yeah. I mean, I know Sony tried it and kind of busted, but <laughs> Sony <laughs> tried going to- towards flat shape too. I think that might be why Sony had this such a weird pricing scheme for this stuff. Like they would charge a thousand dollars for uh, where like they even went above Apple Premium on an Android phone, which just doesn't happen unless you're Samsung. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, that's a story for another time, though. Um, I will say, like this this photo that I have in the notes here of the TCL 10 Pro. If you haven't seen it, you wouldn't you would not guess that it's a four hundred fifty dollar phone. Like the the screen to body ratio is pretty nuts. Like it's even got the curved display on it, which you know I'm not necessarily a fan of, but it's a looker. Like it's a good looking phone. Yeah. And apparently, um, I can't remember where I read this, but the the camera on the back of it it's flush. There's no camera bump. Ooh. Yeah. I do like that. That's pretty cool. I also like that. And it's it's a different design, like you like it's it's a different looking product. I don't know about the whole CE thing at the bottom there, taking up a, a fourth of the of the back panel, like the the regulatory information. I think that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. Trash can stuff. Uh. That's a little bit fugly, but anyways, um, put a skin on it. You're fine. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, let's move into our last segment. This is in case you missed it, where we wrap up all the news from the, around the week that you might have missed. I'll just take it away, Evan. If you want to. (laughs) I'll give it a shot. (laughs) We got her. All right. This is called TikTok. The party won't stop. The party party don't don't stop. stop. Yeah. And I walk in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It seems that the TikTok TikTok twerkers are winning the culture war against the belly-aching boomers. As it was announced that this week, uh, Disney CEO Kevin Mayer resigns from the company. Okay. Let's uh, let's start this again. Oh, wait. He's not actually the CEO. Yikes. Um, I'm just going to put executive, if you're redoing any of them. Well, because I was like, I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. I copied and pasted that from um, the article, and I'm like, wait a sec, that's incorrect. Anyways, mm. it, it's fixed now. All right. It seems the TikTok twerkers are winning the culture war against the belly-aching boomers. As it was announced that this week, uh, Disney executive Kevin Mayer, is that how you say it? Yep. Cool. Uh, resigned from the company to join the folks over at TikTok. For our 30-plus listeners, TikTok is a 30 short... 30-plus in age, not like age, numbers. Yes. <laughs> TikTok is a, a short uh, video platform. It's popular with dance crazies, crazies, uh, cringy lip-singing, and insane cosplays. Um, some numbers for you. TikTok saw 97% growth in users within the United States in 2019, going from 18.8 million to 37.2 million, Jeez. according to eMarketer uh, data shared from The Verge. Uh, now with social distancing practicing, uh, TikTok is seeing a spike in growth again as uh, more people are downloading the app. As it's mastermind, <laughs> as a mastermind behind Disney's wildly popular streaming service, it's unclear uh, that Mayor has planned for uh, TikTok. 
what is, he has planned for TikTok, excuse me. Uh, but one thing is for certain, TikTok is uh, looking to succeed where Vine gloriously failed years ago. You take that back. Rest in peace. Fight me. So for you guys, are you guys big on that TikTok game? You want to no. talk about this Vine thing first? I mean, Vine was wonderful. TikTok ruined it. Uh, I mean, so Vine, Vine died because, um, I could be wrong here, uh, Twitter bought it and then couldn't monetize it, so they killed it. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah, how it went. Sounds true. right. Anyways. Yeah, that's what sounds like it's no longer a company, so. Yeah, End goal, so got there. They died. <laughs> um, yeah, are you big on that TikTok game, Zach? No, I don't even have it on my phone. Tori sends me TikToks all the time, <laughs> and then I watch them and don't respond. Yeah, what about you, Evan? I only see them from Twitter. I don't yeah. have it. Yeah, if they're good enough to be Twitter, then hey, it's a Vine. Uh, but if they aren't, then I'm glad I didn't waste hey, my time on it. That's not a, a vine, but that's it's a, a good way of categorizing that. Actually, <laughs> I think I think you have to you have to go to a certain extent because they make literally on YouTube. We've watched it at your house. Oh yeah, TikToks that resemble Vine oh, or yeah. something like that. There's some good stuff out there, and it's weird because there's this phenomenon where like we, th- it's 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 pretty obvious, but we always think of older things that we know as being better. So it's like all oh, the classic vines, like nothing can beat those. But like. There had to be some point where you watch those vines first. So I think there are a lot of TikToks now that we're going to think of like, oh, I remember like the classic TikToks. Because there were stupid vines, of course. Like people were doing stupid shit on that too. Um, but I do think TikTok is going to be the vine of this current generation. So you think you can uh, change some things around and make it like uh, like a, make it like Vine at least? The, the Mr. Mickey Mouse guy over here. Um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was part of the second question is like what he could do for TikTok. And the more I read that article, because it was all about his expertise, he's like a digital strategist, and um, TikTok right now has a lot of like regulatory problems because its owners, I think it's called ByteDance, are like completely Chinese owned. So it's like, oh, there's some privacy fears. And I think we actually talked about this like, yeah, like two or three months mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, and I'm Something pretty like sure that. the TikTok twerkers were uh, involved. <laughs> Correct. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I'm not on that TikTok game. The only the only ways I'm on that TikTok game is. I, I downloaded it once to see what it was all about, and it was just some stupid dances, and I was like, I think I'm out. Um, but then um, one of my favorite podcasts of all time, it's called Your Mom's House. It's from Tom Segura and his wife. It's it's the funniest thing you'll ever listen to. It's very juvenile, but it's hilarious. Um, but they have a segment where they just like look at the most insane TikToks out there of just all sorts of different people, and that is very entertaining. So I guess I'm kind of on that TikTok game. Hmm. Yeah, But I, I'm not out there doing those dances in parking lots. By any stretch of the I can also at the same time seeing you do that. Yeah. That, Maybe yeah. I do. You don't know. I mean, if there was going to be, the, like, <laughs> if I had to pick somebody of the three of us, I think it would be you. No, TikTok. Oh, for sure. For the Maymays. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I feel like you'd get into it and then you'd become one of those E girls. <laughs> We'd lose Christian. Uh, but he would, get, <laughs> he would eventually have a Jeep Wrangler. So. What? This yeah, is true. You'd be a sorority girl. So you'd have a Jeep Wrangler. <gasps> oh my God. I'm done with TikTok <laughs> right now. And you get a fans only. Jesus. Dude, fans only. We could be making some money only, on there. Only fans. Oh, fans only. What did I say? It? Only. <laughs> what did I say? Fans only. Fans only. <laughs> we, you know what? We got circular fans. <laughs> <laughs> Same shit, different toilet. <laughs> fans only. You guys sell light bulbs? No, read the sign. Dude, that would be a fantastic <laughs> business idea. This is excellent. Fans only. <laughs> Reminds me it's like weekends only go with fans. <laughs> that is fantastic. That's a good idea. <laughs> that reminds me when you talked about the trash can. You're like, if you have a trash can, you have a shiny trash can. It's still a trash can. <laughs> 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 that 
That might be Zach's like best <laughs> nugget of wisdom ever. I don't know. The Hummer one was pretty good. The Hummer one was pretty good too. Oh. What, what was that comparison? Um, it was something about the fa- the the Galaxy Fold. Was it? It's something. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you spent too much money on it. You're not proud of it, but goddamn it, you're gonna show it off. <laughs> it's like the Hummer H3. <laughs> the Fold is the Hummer H3 of phones. I think that's what it was. Oh, oh my right. god. Oh, you guys want to wrap it? Yeah, let's wrap it. Jesus. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the Phone Buzz podcast. The show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz, and that's P-H-1-B-U-Z-Z. And give us a follow and review on Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Have a good night. Bye. Peace.